Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to The Secret of Everything with Dr. Kimberly McGeorge. Dr. Kimberly McGeorge, N.D., C.N.H., is the best-selling author of the e-book, The Secret to Everything, Manifesting the Life You Desire, now. Available on Amazon. She has practiced naturopathic medicine for over 20 years. She is a gifted intuitive, medium, empath, paranormal investigator, and remote viewer. She travels and gives classes and lectures across the country, as well as taking limited private clients. Trained in many modalities of healing, Dr. Kimberly has been practicing energy healing exclusively for the last 10 years. Dr. Kimberly has the ability to raise your vibration in person or long distance, and as a result, change everything in your life for the better, forever. A gifted transformationalist, she has developed TEB, or Transformational Energy Balancing, in order to facilitate permanent and rapid healing in her clients. Her desire is to be your last healer. And now, the host of The Secret to Everything, Dr. Kimberly McGeorge. Hello, everybody. Good evening. I think that's one of our um, most, I don't know, um, smooth intros we've had in a while, I would say. Um, Welcome. Kara, are you there? Yes, I am. Can you hear me? Yeah, I'm kind of semi-smooth. Walt, are you there? I sure am. Okay. Well, thank you, everyone, for listening. We have some very, very special guests tonight and a lot of surprises in store for you leading up to the Halloween season. So I'm really excited, and we'll get to those in a minute. Um, Walt, would you mind doing the announcements first, though, so we can get those kind of out of the way? Sure. As always, Dr. Kim, we have an amazing lineup. First, actually right after today's show, Dr. Kim will be on the Sheila Show on Puja Radio Network, and she will be talking about frequencies and how they can change everything in your life. So go to SheilaShowCelebrate.com to sign up. Then next week on the 24th, we will have Marty and Michael Perry, a husband and wife intuitive medium team. Marty draws the spirits that Michael sees around you, and they will be doing free mini-readings for our beautiful listeners. For the second hour, we will have Hunter Shea and his partner from Monster Men. They will be on talking about their video Paranormal Blog and Hunter's Horror Books. Then we will be doing a very special edition on Halloween, October 31st. The Dr. Kim Show will be held at a special time at 9 p.m., the Crypt Paranormal Team from Canada will be with us the whole two hours, and the Wraith Project will be featured with EVPs. And the second half, be sure not to miss this spooktacular show. And that was pretty bad. Then on November 7th, internationally recognized author, guest, and great Dr. Robin Kelly, who specializes in energy and integrative medicine, will be with us for two hours. This will be a fascinating show. So don't miss a minute of the Dr. Kim Show. 
And if you have any questions about the paranormal or if you are a paranormal group and would like to be added to my website as a resource or have questions about the Dr. Kim Show, please visit my website at www.gotspirits.org. And if you'd like to send Dr. Kim an email, you may do so at dr.kim.st at gmail.com. Please, as always, follow us on Twitter for the amazing Dr. Kim. You can find her at Serene Wellness on Twitter. Uh, For Facebook, Dr. Kim can be found at Serenity Natural Wellness or Kimberly McGeorge. And for the lovely Kara, she can be found on Twitter at Coast to Coast Kara, number two for two. And TG, our other co-host who could not be here with us tonight, but I know he's always with us in spirit, at intuitive underscore PS, and Kareem at King Cashflow, uh, cash with a K and no W on flow. And as, as uh, for me, who I always follow back, at Ghost Hunter Walt. And I'd just like to give a special shout-out to my favorite school, the Metaphysical Center of New Jersey, where you can learn parapsychology and all things metaphysical. Now, I know Kara has a wonderful show and some exciting things happening, so, Kara, why don't you tell us about it? Okay, thank you. That is lovely, Walt. Um, tomorrow on Strange Days Indeed, we're having an early show for a special guest. So on blogtalkradio.com slash strange days indeed, I have the wonderful David Beck. And why I like David Beck so much, he um, he's a psychic intuitive and a spiritual uh, author. He's got a lot going on. But you know what I really like about him? He's so down to earth. He's so joyful. Uh, one of his other careers is a choreographer. So I think that during this time when a lot of people are feeling worried and fretful, he's going to be just this ray of joy that we've been waiting for. So tune in tomorrow. Uh, if Kimberly doesn't have anything else going on at that time, uh, <laughs> I'm at blogtalkradio.com slash strange days indeed david beck will be giving many readings and helping us uncover our emotional blockages what time was that kara 7 p.m eastern time oh i don't think i have anything going on until eight so they can listen to your show i'll give them permission they can listen they can listen for an hour (laughs) right they can listen no i'm just kidding i'm going to be on i think it's on my website i'm not sure i'm going to be on um Oh, what is it called? I think it's like New Wealth. Um, anyway, we'll put up the link on my website. But I'm losing track these days. What exactly, where I'm going to be? We have the callers like literally piling up. Somebody has been promoting, 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 and I think it was TG. And I don't know how much you guys promoted because I couldn't even get on Twitter today. Um, so we just have the callers piling up. So I don't want to wait too long before introducing our guests. But um, thank you, everybody, for being here. I'm a little scattered. I'm very, very busy these days, but I am very excited, and I do know our guest is on the line. So, Kara, if you'd like to tell us about her, that would be wonderful. Okay. Well, tonight we have Reverend Maria Laratonda, clairvoyant reader, healer, teacher, and spiritual counselor. I'm just going to read a bit about her, and then we'll bring her on. Reverend Maria Larotonda is a clairvoyant reader, healer, and teacher based in the San Francisco Bay Area. Marie has spent over 20 years accumulating esoteric knowledge from a variety of sources and traditions. 
to synthesize, oh my word, that was hard for my tongue, this information into wisdom as a spiritual counselor and has been assisting clients through the use of her intuitive abilities and various energy healing modalities for over a dozen years. Her insightful readings help clients release invalidation, find hope, and create a new life and create new life directions. The word psychic means of the soul, and Marie believes that everyone has this ability, that it's just a matter of desire, practice, and meditation to bring forth these spiritual gifts and talents. In addition to working privately with clients, Marie sees part of her life's work as being the decimation of spiritual information onto the planet and uses in-person workshops and telemeds, which are meditation tele-summits, I mean, teleseminars as her venue for planetary service. And she's going to tell us all about these telemeds because she has an awesome deal about them. So without further ado, let's bring on Reverend Marie Lerotonda. Marie, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Hello. Oh, welcome. Sorry, we're all kind of scattered tonight. Maybe it matches the planetary energy, but we're so... I'm blessed to have you here. And I'm going to start off the questions, if you don't mind, and we'll just talk a little bit. And like I said, we have tons of callers lined mm-hmm. up to talk to you, so I want to make sure we get we get to them. But could you tell us how you discovered your abilities and kind of a little bit of your journey regarding those? Um, yeah. I I have been I've been referred to as a closet psychic. And what I mean by that is that I did not know that I had intuitive abilities, psychic abilities, until I was already into my late 20s. Um, as a child, I didn't, I never got gut hunches. I never got, I rarely should say, ever got weird feelings about people, things like that. Like I would talk to my friends or my brother, and you know, I would say, well, what do you think I should do about this? And my brother would say, well, what's your gut telling you? And I would sit there looking, and I'm like, my gut, what do you mean? So I was so out of tune. I was so um, closed in that I wasn't even able to access my intuition or my psychic abilities until I was in my late 20s, and I started taking um, classes through, and this was at that time, the, the New Jersey Metaphysical Center. I know that Walt had said something earlier um, during the intro about New Jersey metaphysical classes or something, so I'm not sure it might be the same, might be the same um, uh, group. But I started taking classes there. And when I started taking classes there, I thought, well, this is interesting. All of a sudden I started feeling, getting intuitive hits and getting feelings about people, things like that. And then um, I also started taking classes at the ARE in Virginia Beach, the Association for Research and Enlightenment. It's basically the Edgar Casey Institute. I started taking classes there, and then I eventually moved to Colorado. And in Colorado is where I really, really honed my psychic ability. I literally took um, a year-long training program that was to help you access your awareness and your inner wisdom. And that's when I really came out and said, oh, I'm psychic. And at the same time, I also realized that everyone else has this ability. This wasn't just... You know, me, everyone has this ability. Everyone, you know, if you have a spirit, then you're psychic because the spirit automatically is psychic. It's just a matter of accessing that. And it took me years, um, you know, years of practice to really own the fact that this is something that 
I can do, and now I've been doing it for over a dozen years. Wow, you are quite <laughs> you are quite experienced. And sorry, I had my mic off. Um, and it is our privilege to have you. Well, how would you like to proceed? Would you like us to ask you more questions? Would you like to take some callers, and we can intersperse the questions with the callers, or how would you like to go? Um, why don't you ask like one more question and then and then after that we can take some callers. Okay, Ooh, can, can I ask a question? Can no. I, ask a question? I guess. Oh. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay. How many things people think are just their imagination are actually psychic experiences? I would say probably um eighty percent. It's a very, very high percentage. Um, what happens is someone will get an intuitive hit and they'll think, oh, it's just my imagination. Mm-hmm. But what's happening is they're thinking, thinking it's their imagination because they've been invalidated so many times before by other people telling them, oh, it's, you're, just, you're just too creative or, oh, you're just imagining it. This, this conditioning, so basically it's conditioning that starts when you're very, very young. There are so many children who have um, who are come in psychic, but as they start to get older, society starts telling them to only pay attention and believe in what you in the the three the uh, the three D senses. So what you can see with your eyes, what you can feel, what you can hear. Um, so it's a matter of conditioning. So all of this conditioning gets piled on top of you and piled on top of you. So eventually you start losing your own certainty because you've been invalidated so much. So that's why people start thinking, oh, it's just my imagination. Well, um, the next time, you know, the next time someone has that experience, the next time someone's about to say, oh, it's just my imagination, you have to ask yourself, where did that thought come from to begin with? And if you if you really can't even think of where this thought might have come from, then chances are really good that that was your intuition, that was your psychic ability, not just your imagination, because you you know your, your brain has to your brain works through connections. Well, if you can't easily identify where this connection came from, then chances are really good that it was a um, a vibrational, it was uh, information that came through came through your spirit. And it was not your imagination. Now, I know that you talk about uh, that you mentioned transmediumship, not in this call, but in some of your work. Can you tell us what transmediumship is and how it affects everyone? Yes. Um, transmediumship is what most people call channeling. So um, as as human beings, we're both we were as as human beings we're spirits in bodies now it's not very well known that there can be multiple spirits in the same body only one spirit owns that body but there are times when that spirit gives away their seniority their control over their own body and therefore they allow other spirits to come through them and um this can happen for a variety of reasons, but for instance, one reason might be the person is feeling um, feeling threatened. So what they do is they they send out a um, like a spiritual help help, and they may end up calling in someone that they knew from a past lifetime who was a warrior. So that spirit comes into the body, and all of a sudden, this person who was afraid 
may still be a little bit fr- afraid, but now there's a, another spirit in there with them that is it has um, a, a right way of knows how to protect that person. They know how to fight better. They know they know how to to run away, or they they know what to do mm-hmm. with that feeling of of threat and endangerment. Mm-hmm. And then another more dramatic um, example is. A person, the kind of person who, you know, say they might be a friend of yours, and this, per- this friend goes to a bar, and they have three drinks, and then the next morning they wake up, and their friends are telling them, oh, my God, you were so mean last night, you were drinking so heavily, and that person only remembers walking into the bar and having three drinks. Well, what sometimes happens is after that third drink, that that spirit decides to kind of go wandering, so they leave the body. Another spirit comes in who is a heavy drinker spirit. So, so basically like a lower level vibration of a spirit comes in, and that, that spirit in that body starts drinking and drinking and drinking and being angry or violent and mean because that's just the kind of spirit that spirit happens to be. So it's kind of like if you give away permission or even temporary ownership of your body, someone else, another being comes in, they play around with your body, they get to have some fun in a body, yet they, they are no longer responsible for that body once they leave. You are. Oh, wow. Uh-huh. So, so the next morning, that person wakes up you know, with a hangover and, and having to deal with all the karma that the other spirit created while they were in their, in, in their body. So that's a that's a, a dramatic mm-hmm. that's like a very drastic example of what I call transmediumship, and now there's also positive examples of transmediumship, where there are some hands-on healers, who, um, for instance, in past lifetimes, they were really really nasty mean people who hurt, who like literally caused the deaths of thousands of people, or accumulated you know that type of karma over a series of lifetimes. So in this lifetime they decide to make themselves available to other spirits to come through them and to be hands-on healers. The kind of hands-on healer where you walk into that person's office, lay, lay down on their table, and that person partially comes out of their body and another spirit, uh, this time a high-vibrating a high pure spirit whose intentions, are, whose intentions are positive as opposed to negative, they come into that person's body and they start sending energy into the client who's laying on the table. So, so, the, so, the, so in this instance, the transmediumship is a beneficial aspect because everyone is transmedium. This is, this is just part of being a human being. This is one of your capabilities as a human being is your transmediumship. So it can be used for positive experiences like channeling a, a very high vibrational spirit to do, to do hands-on healing work. Or it can be the negative end where you're dealing with um, alcohol and or other substance abuse. Very interesting. Now, so, Kara, I assume you asked that question because, um, Marie, is that that's one of your gifts that yes, you uh-huh. use? Mm-hmm. How would you explain it in relationship specifically to you? How do you, you use that gift? Okay, um, I I use it, I use transmediumship primarily in my healing work. So I do uh, different types of healing. Sometimes I do hands-on healings 
which is what I just described, another spirit, I, I kind of step aside and I ask uh, a very high vibrational spirit to come through me and to participate in the, the laying on of hands as I'm, as I'm doing a, a hands-on healing on someone. That's one of the, way, the times I use it. Another time is um, I also use it in certain um, reading sessions when I'm working with a client. If that person has... If that person has a desire to, communi to communicate with a, a loved one who's passed over, I will I'll turn into that person. And if, that, if it feels appropriate at that time to have that person partially come through me, so that it makes the it makes the um, it makes the situation and the event more real. It's, it's, it, it, the, the client feels as if they're talking directly to their deceased loved one when I partially bring them in because it, the vibration, that they'll be able to recognize the vibration. It'll feel much more real. So those are the two primary ways that I use my transmediumship. Marie, uh, what was the um, most memorable healing experience that you had? Oh, the most memorable hands-on healing experience? Yeah, yes. Hmm. Sorry if I caught you off guard on that. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know one is actually very important, but is there one maybe somebody had a, a cancer or had some type of thing that no one knew what it was and... Um, I think from no, I, I, the, the, the instance that comes to mind is more about um, a, a client who had a huge emotional release on the, on my massage therapy table. Um, I was with, I was working with her and she was processing a lot of um, abuse. She had been sexually molested as a child. Wow. Mm -hmm. um, and you know, unfortunately, I, I am shocked by how much, how many, how many people actually have been molested as children. Um, when I, you know, by doing, when I do readings on people, people will confide in me this information, and it's it's shocking, really, the high the high percentage of children that get abused. Um, so I was working with her, and um, she was laying on the table. I had my hands probably close to her between her heart and her throat area, so the upper chest area. And I just had I set the intention at, you know, whatever she is willing and able to process in this session, may she do so. And I didn't, you know, I didn't say that out loud. That was just my, my own intention for her. And um, she just started crying. Like I was standing there, I had my hands on her, I was just bringing the vibration as high as I possibly could could with her. And she just started crying, and these waves of, of grief were just coming out of her, like wave after wave and sob after sob. And and at the end of the session, you know, I mean, she she stopped crying. It was probably, I mean, it felt like forever. It was probably only about 10 minutes worth of crying, but it was very deep, heavy crying. And um, at the end of the session, she, you know, she, she sat up on the massage table, and I just looked at her face, and it... I mean, it almost didn't even look like her. Her her entire expression, her entire countenance just completely shifted because she had just cleared so much grief and um, and invalidation that it was almost as if she was a different person. It was she was no longer shrouded by that pain. 
And therefore, when I looked at her, and it was with my physical eyes, but also, you know, looking at her as a spirit, she just, she looked different. She didn't even look like the same, the same person anymore. Well, that's, that's pretty, that's, that's really amazing because you, you really affected her life in such a positive way, just probably in a few minutes. Um, yeah. Now, mm-hmm. when you, when you do your healing, like a hands-on healing, do you physically touch the person or do you um, have like a space in between that person? Um, in my, if it, okay, so if it's a hands-on healing session, I start with, with my hands above the person. Mm-hmm. And I work, I work in their aura first. So I work in the space that surrounds their body first, and then I eventually bring my hands down onto the body and place my hands wherever my intuition leads me, leads me to go. I got so that, you. So that's, when it, so that's when I actually call it a hands-on healing. I can also do healing sessions where I don't actually put my hands on the people. I usually have them sit across from me, or else I can do it this long distance. It's, it's just... It's I work in their aura and I work in their chakras, um, but when I actually call it a hands-on healing, yes, I, there are parts of the session where my hands are physically on the body. Yes. Okay. Thank well, you. yeah, and we will continue to ask Marie some questions. Marie, I think you and I work very similarly, um, so it's interesting listening to you talk because you describe it very well and very clearly for people to understand. And we'll talk a little later how everyone can get a hold of you and take advantage of your services and some special work, I think, mm-hmm. that you do. But we have so many callers. If we could just take a couple callers and then we'll maybe um, get to know you a little better. Would you be okay with that? Yep, absolutely. I'm ready. <laughs> okay. I'm going to, um, because I grabbed this call first, and I did ask her where she's calling from. So I know her name is Anne. Anne, you're on the air on the Dr. Kim Show. Anne with Marie, do you have a question or comment? I do. Thank you for taking my call. Hi, Reverend Marie. I was looking for uh, some insight on getting a new job, new career. Okay. All right. Do you have any, um, are you looking at any specific fields right now, or you just want me to generally look? Uh, I'm looking in the medical field and the software field. Okay. Right now, the medical field looks brightest and therefore will offer you the most fulfillment. When I look at the software end of it, that looks more like um, you're choosing to to go in that direction only because of the financial aspect. Um, So it's not that you shouldn't or can't. I'm just saying right now it looks like the medical field would be more fulfilling to you at this time. And I also see that if you choose to go into the medical field, that there will be someone available, um, someone, someone either looking, looks like a mentor, someone who's going to be able to help you to get to, to, to define and get to your goal. Um, yeah, yeah it, could, it could end up being a, a business partner, but definitely some type of a mentor, someone who's going to be helping you and or teaching you along the way if you decide to go into the medical field. So if I go into the medical field, it could possibly lead to better financial just down the road. Is that correct? Um, are you comparing you mean between the medical or the software or just because when, when I'm looking, the software will probably provide more money and quicker, but the medical is going to provide more fulfillment. It may not provide as much money as the software. Isn't that ironic how things are these days? <laughs> but um <laughs> 
Yeah, it looks like the it looks like the medical. I just keep getting the, the phrase fulfillment, the word fulfillment for you when I look at the medical, and it just looks so much brighter. Okay, great. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate that. Thank you so much for calling in, Anne. Okay, and I know Kara is working her way through these calls. Um, I'm going to go to Cynthia in area code 757. Do you have a question or comment for Reverend Marie? Um, Cynthia, you're on the air. Do you have a question for Reverend Marie? Yes, I do. Um, Recently, at the end of August, I had a very um, enlightening experience, one that I never quite had before, um, where I believe, um, like, all my chakras were open and I really connected to the divine. And now I'm hearing things, seeing things, and I was just wondering if you could tell me, I'm kind of confused and I'm kind of overwhelmed with what has happened, and I was just wondering if you could see anything or give me some advice. Okay. And your name again was Cynthia, correct? Yes. Okay. All right, Cynthia. Um, well, there's a couple of different things going on here. First of all, I just want to congratulate congratulate you on having this amazing experience, okay? There are millions of people who go through their life and never have an experience like that. Um, I just I, What I saw was that you had completed a very large chunk of karma with yourself about belief in yourself, trust in yourself, and, and a level of loving yourself more. And this opened the doorway for, for this huge chakra clearing that you experienced where all this energy just kind of came out at once. And the um, the experiences that you've been having, you know, I'm assuming you've been having higher, more experiences of clairsentience and clairvoyance and clairaudience, you know, you know seeing, seeing auras or seeing lights, colors around people, hearing things. Sometimes you might hear angels talking to you or, and or your spirit guides. Um, and also getting those 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 physical sensations. Um, this this is that's the real you. That's actually how human beings were originally meant to be. It's just that so much invalidation had gotten dumped on top of on top of people and on top of you that everything had been smothered and covered over. But because you had gotten to the point of enough self love and clearing of all that invalidation from um, Several lifetimes, including this lifetime, you cleared you cleared your I'll just say your channel. Your, you cleared your your main core channel that goes up the spine and goes up your chakra column. You clear that out, and you are you've opened yourself to other realities that have been there all along. Um, so my advice to you, quite honestly, would be to if you can meditate every single day and enjoy your new your new experience. And validate these experiences because the more you validate these experiences, the stronger these abilities will become. And um, and it will, in certain ways, make your life easier because you will have. It's almost like you have um, the. You're gonna. 
you're going to have so much more awareness that you'll know whether or not you should enter into certain agreements with people or whether you should, you know, turn left at the intersection and not right. Those types of those types of questions you start asking yourself, you'll be getting more information uh, available to you as to what's the best thing for you to do, as well as also for other people. Um, don't be surprised if all of a sudden you're going to be getting intuitive hits about people around you. That's just the way it works. Once you start clearing out these channels, you start opening yourself to all these new levels of being a spirit in a body, being psychic, and well, um, it's just going to build on itself. Well, I've been – I was born this way. Um, I mean, I started having dreams when I was a very little child, a good little girl, premonition dreams, and um, intuition was always strong, and I followed astrology, numerology, I'm a Reiki master, um, but I, I, um, I've never had this, I've done readings before through the tarot, I see things in a crystal ball, mm-hmm. but now, sometimes when I'm speaking to people, it's not even like me speaking. It's, I don't know, it's really startling. I'm like, the information that I am saying to people is like, I don't know, like their truth. And, I mean, people that I just meet, I'm talking to, and just like yesterday I met this um, gentleman and, I just started talking in about um, what I thought he might do and for a living and just in chatter, and that was exactly what he had always wanted to do. It's kind of, I don't know, I've never had it that, I've never had it that, I mean, I'm pretty good at giving the readings at tarot, but I don't even, I'm not even using tarot. It's just coming right out of my mouth. Right. You, that you stepped up. You stepped up in your, in your vibration. And as a result of stepping up in your vibration, you no longer need, you no longer t- need those tools, the tarot cards, to kind of give you hints or to, to, to lead you in a certain direction. You are, when you stepped up your vibration, more of you as a spirit came into your body the more of you in, in your body, the more access you have to pure information and pure knowledge. So when you encounter a person, even if you don't know that person, you as a spirit recognizes the spirit in the other person, and that download of information is now, is now more available to you because more of your spirit is now in your body. That's that big step up you just took. Oh, my goodness, so, and I keep on getting goosebumps. <laughs> somebody else told me they're not um, I heard recently oh, at an event I went to um, I cannot remember who it was but she called them God bombs and and just when I when I get these God bombs um, I it's just like okay then I really think that that's you know hitting the nail on the head for me mm-hmm. and then I had, like, an angel, Muriel, came to me. I had no idea. I never even heard of Angel Muriel. And she directed me to my girlfriend's house just by, I was just playing testing, you know, and I hate to say that I actually tested God, but 
I was like, if this is for real, you know, all right, just direct me. And it happened. And I, yeah. I mean, I was, it was amazing. <laughs> but I'm wondering if I'm like, can I use my gift? I mean, I'm using it, but can I use it as um, a career or would that be abusing it? No, that's not abusing it at all. You 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 have you have an ability, okay? Your your intuitive and your psychic ability is something that you've been practicing, which means you've been working on, you know, for years. It's just like any anything else where if you're practicing something, you have a right to be compensated for it or to or to benefit from it. If someone else is benefiting from the work that you're offering, why shouldn't you benefit? See, that's that's what I call a cultural programming that says, "Oh no, this is this is spirit, and spirit spirit should be free." Well, you still need to eat. You know, you still need to pay money to have a, a shelter, a home, you know, a home over your head. So, if this is something that you spent time working on and developing, then I see I see no reason for you not to. Um, you know, charge a fee for it. You may not want to charge, an, you know, an insane, insanely excessive amount of money, um, but I know, I know that the amount of training that I went through, you know, 15, over 15 or 20 years, that money, all those classes I've taken have added up. And I have absolutely no qualms about charging for the work that I do because I know that my work benefits people. So you know, you know already within yourself that your work benefits people why not have that abundance that you're giving to someone come back to you as abundance? And if it, and it, and abundance can come back to you in the form of money. So oh. I, I say it's totally okay, and I would say give yourself permission to start charging for the, your services because you are helping people and you need to feed yourself. Well, thank you for calling in, Cynthia. I, we all okay. appreciate it at the show, and we hope that you got a lot out of it. Oh, I sure did. Thank you so much. Thank you. I'm so grateful. Thank you. You're welcome. Oh, well, that was a wonderful reading, Marie. I I was screening calls, but I got to listen to the last part of it, and I think you made some excellent points. Uh, so just wonderful. Um, Kimberly had to step out for just a second, so I'm kind of doing everything right now. <laughs> uh, but um, are you ready to take another caller? Yes, I am. Okay, we're going to go to Jordana. Hi, how are you guys? Hello? Hi, Hello. how are you doing? Hi, how are you guys? Wonderful. Okay. I'm just going to turn you right over to Marie. Okay. Hi, Marie. Hi. Can um can you say your your name for me? I wasn't sure if I heard correctly. Absolutely, Jordana. Jordana. Okay. Hi, Jordana. Yes. Hi. I have a question, mm-hmm. and my question is about a relationship that's it's kind of relationship, kind of not, and I'm just wondering if that's going to end up going anywhere. All right. Let me take a look. Okay. Do you feel comfortable saying the person's first name for me? Absolutely. His first name is Omari. Okay. So Jordana and Omari. Yes. 
All right. Um, well, okay, this is what I'm seeing. Right now in present time, I'm seeing the two of you uh, actively involved in the relationship. And, and when I look to see what the relationship looks like, I, I look to see if your chakras are connecting and communicating with each other. So I see your second chakra is connecting. I see your fourth chakra is connecting. I see your fifth chakra is connecting. Um, and right now there's a little bit of connection in the seventh chakras. Are you familiar with chakras? When I, when I mention chakras, do you know which, which ones I'm talking about? I'm not, no. <laughs> uh, okay. All right, sorry. <laughs> All right, so so let, let's just say that there's um, seven levels that the, that the two uh, the two people in a relationship can communicate on. Right okay. now, I'm seeing the two of you communicating on I think that was three or four levels, um, which is actually very very positive for a relationship. Because oh, sometimes, okay. yeah, sometimes relationships are only second chakra, which is sexual and emotional. Um, yeah. You know, of course, that's a, a part that everyone wants in a relationship. Otherwise, it really wouldn't be that kind of a relationship. Um, <laughs> right. But I see that you're communicating uh, that your throat chakras, which are communication, there's communication there. So the, to- the two of you do communicate with each other. I also see your heart chakras, your, your heart, um, the higher vibration of love and emotion. I see there's a connection there. And the crown chakra is um, the chakra at the very top of the head. That's the chakra that kind of governs all of the other chakras, and it's your spiritual connection to the divine. I see there's a little bit of communication between each of you on that level. So what that says to me is that the two of you are involved in this relationship because there is some kind of a purpose and something that you're wanting to specifically learn and grow about. Um, So... You know, when I'm looking at this right now in present time, the relationship does look like it has the potential to continue and to, to grow. Okay. The, only, the only thing I'm concerned about is it looks like there might be either you or him or some, something might occur that will make it like the two of you have to move further away. Um, there's, this, there's this sense that one of you might have to relocate or move. And if well, that I was travel ha- a lot for work. Could that mm-hmm. be it? Um, that might be it, but this looks more permanent. So I don't know, maybe I'm not saying you, you might get offered, um, you might move to a satellite office, something like that. But there, there is some energy there about one of the people having to move, um, and therefore that will create physical distance. And then sometimes when physical distance is created, then, then emotional and it, it distances the relationship. So I'm just saying if anything, is go- if anything negative is going to happen, it will probably be an issue around physical distance. Oh, okay. Okay, that makes sense. I just wasn't sure because he, I believe, still has feelings for for someone in his past. And mm-hmm. I know he told me that he's just trying to move on. He knows that she's not the person he wants to be with. He just has those feelings. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, um, ask yourself, do you still have feelings for other people that you that have been in your life? I think that's oh, just absolutely. natural. You yeah. Know, yeah, I, I don't think that um, – I, I don't think that that's an issue in this relationship. I, I think I would have to say that um, he's telling you the truth when he's saying, I want to move on. 
And the simple fact right. that he's telling you that, yes, he still does have some feelings or concerns about his previous relationship, that's just honesty, and that goes back to the good communication <laughs> that I mentioned. Absolutely. No, yeah. I want that. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah that, that's okay. great that he's communicating with you that openly. That's very. That's a good, you know, that's a good step in the right direction. So. Good. That's what I was thinking, too, so I'm really glad I called in. <laughs> Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank, thank you so much for calling in. And um, before we go to the next caller, I wanted to ask you um, a couple more questions. Because I think Kara mentioned this in the um, intro when she was introducing you, and I'm not quite sure um, what she meant by this. But could you tell me, what is telemed? What is that? Oh, telemeds. Okay. Um, I started teaching... um, meditations over the phone. So the telemeds, I call it telemeds, medicine for your soul. They're meditation teleseminars. So what I do is um, I lead people through guided self-healing meditations, and it's all done over the phone. Oh, that's nice. And And now how do people mm -hmm. sign up for that and become involved in that program? Um, All you have to do is just go to my website, and I have a listing of the upcoming telemeds on my events page. So just take a look and see which telemed looks interesting to you, and all I ask is that you send me an email saying, I would like to register for the telemed on, say, October 23rd, which is my next one. You send me an email, and then I send you back um, the registration code and the phone, the the call in number. Well, that's, that's how it works. That's mm-hmm. wonderful. I have to apologize though. During reading your intro, Kimberly's been on so many tele summits lately. <laughs> I can't say anything that tele without messing it up. So when you heard me reading your intro and I said tele summit, it was an honest mistake. I've just been a little brainwashed lately. That's the way way we like it, Kara. That's the way I like it. Um, Well, thank you so much for sharing your um, gifts with us tonight. Can you give us your website really quick so that um, I really want to emphasize that these are mini readings. If you like what you hear and you have um, other questions, we have a lot of callers. And so one question per caller. And if you like what um, Reverend Marie has to say and you'd like to learn more about her work, you can go to her website, which is Reverend Marie. Um, my website is marielarotunda.com, and that's spelled M-A-R-I-E-L-A-R-O-T-O-N-D-A.com. Well, thank you very much. And did you say Robin's next, Kara? Yeah, she's next. Okay, Robin from area code 781, do you have a question or comment? Oh, yes. Hi. Thanks for taking my call. Um, yes, I had a question. Um, I have a flash. of in, I'm in my 40s, and I want to, in the past year or so, I've, I've known that I've wanted to move from the East Coast to the Southwest, either Arizona or California. But I didn't know why. I've been out there before, and part of it is I want to do something that I wanted to do 20 years ago, which is get into a medical program. And out of the blue, as I'm sitting here bored and the winter's coming and I need some mental stimulation, I realize there's a 
school I want to go to in Phoenix or San Diego to become a naturopathic doctor, and I've always wanted to do this. Oh. I'm in my 40s, and I feel like, hmm, am I just trying to get away from my hometown in the east, which I, I, I love the warm weather, or am, is this really something? Um, it's daunting, and I love taking classes, and, you know, the idea of moving is great, but I, I have some hurdles to get over before I can do that, so I guess I'm just looking for some intuition, because I, I, I have pretty good intuition, and but, but I'm having well, a hard can time. Well, I'm going to interrupt. Sorry, Marie, okay. you're going to have to wait one second, but I don't know if you know this, um, Robin, but I am a naturopathic doctor, and I practice naturopathy on and yeah. off for the last you know 20 years and it you have a fairly healing energy in you and I actually think that um, this is my opinion that mm-hmm. you would be phenomenal at it yeah, so I have a gut yeah I've got a gut instinct I mean I've done we'll see what Marie right. but that's my two cents so go ahead Marie but I'm a little <laughs> I'm a little personal to that so <laughs> Well, when I first when I first clicked on to the show, I I and I realized who was on the show and and that you're you're a doctor. I I was like, wow. I think I was definitely guided to the show to get some input. Yeah, that's synchronicity. That's called that's called attracting what you what you need yeah. at the time. But Marie, yeah. what what do you think about all that? Okay. Um, yes, I absolutely agree that Cynthia has healing energy. Um, I see healing energy both in your hands as well as in your mind. And when I say I see it in your mind, it means that um, you have the ability to take the physical 3D information and blend it with your intuitive ability in a very strong and precise manner. Mm -hmm. And therefore enabling you to help your clients um, and to do it fairly quickly. Um, In other words, you wouldn't have to try out a couple, you wouldn't have to try out too many approaches before before hitting on uh, hitting the the correct approach the one that's best for for your client yeah so that's the first thing that i'm seeing um the next thing that that the if i look at the choices between you said phoenix and san diego san diego looks uh brighter to me for you i'm okay. not saying phoenix doesn't but i'm just saying san diego looks brighter and i also clearly see that your body would prefer, your physical body prefers the vibration of San Diego to the vibration of Phoenix. Yeah, because of the ocean probably. Um, that That's a possibility. I just, I didn't look at that clearly, that closely, yeah. but definitely um, San Diego just, just looks a little more, it looks more vibrationally better for you, for okay. your body. Okay. And um, regarding your, um, you know, your concern about am I just, you know, moving just to get out of here or to run away or something like <laughs> that, um, I would say at this point no. Um, it looks to me that if you had if you had looked at this decision 15 years ago, that there there definitely would have been the, the feeling of I have to get away, and you were leaving more out of resistance and futility. But it, to me, right now, looking at you, I see someone who feels that they've completed what they needed to complete in their in their current area. So yeah. you, you said you live in the southeast. Where, no, the northeast. 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 Okay. Yeah. You've you've. It's kind of like you've, as a spirit in the body, you've completed that which you wanted to complete in that area. Yeah. Um, so that the, the connections, the people that you've known, the, the the jobs that you've been involved in, there's a sense of completion of your karma, and therefore there's not as much holding you there anymore 
other than other people not wanting you to go. Yeah, See, exactly. That's, you know, that, that's usually the big pull. When people are trying to make decisions about moving, mm-hmm. if, if they're saying to themselves, yeah, I really feel like I want to move, yet something's holding me back, sometimes it's their friends and family not wanting them to leave that's holding them back. Right. So with you, I see a little bit of that going on. Um, yeah. So I would say that's more of the hesitation that you're experiencing as opposed to, oh, no, I'm making the wrong decision. No, I would say you're making, the, the, you're making a good decision. It's just that everyone else is afraid of losing you to your, quote, unquote, new life wherever you end up going. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. I do feel like I've totally completed and what I need to do here, and it is just a little bit of guilt. And my <laughs> yeah. kids, yeah, my kids are in their twenties, and I think one. So huh? that, yes, I heard it say muted and then unmuted. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay, so that really did help. Um, does it look like it's as huge? I mean, financially and all those types of things. Does it look like that will flow easier than what I? Think it will. Um, Robin, we yeah. have like a million trillion people. So oh, okay. if you'd like a more lengthy reading, um, you can contact Marie at her website. But thank you okay. so much for calling. We really appreciate your question. Okay. Um, next, we have Tim from area code 610. Tim, do you have a question for Marie, Reverend Marie this evening? Hi, Marie. Um, thanks. Uh, I was just calling for general reading, I guess. Um, we had a big kind of turnaround at work. Um, see anything at work changing for me. And then that was a love away for me. And I'm done. <laughs> I love you, Tim. You're adorable. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So so the, the first question is about um, what to expect at your workspace. Yeah. There's been some shifting and I'm on vacation now, so I'm getting ready to get back. So, okay. Um, the the first thing that I see is that the energy around your workspace is actually very nebulous. There's um, there's a lot of fear. People, um, there's a lot of fear that's making everything else um, even more difficult to deal with. So, there. The energy is unsettled. That's the best way I can describe it. Um, it means that there is still definitely the possibility of more changes to come. So I'm not. I'm definitely not seeing that whatever has happened has happened and that's it. No, I would say that this is only part of the overall picture shifting and changing. So I would say uh, be prepared for um, definitely big shifts where you're working. Um, and the possibility of you um, being laid off or out of work within, I would say, six months. Um, so you might want to make some plans around that for yourself because yeah. things are, things are still shifting and moving. You know, whatever whatever happened recently was only part of the whole picture. Okay. All right. Does does that answer your questions, Tim? And for a love life, anybody else coming in new? Good for a change. <laughs> That's a choice. Good is a choice. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, you know, when I, when I look at that question, my question back to you is: Are you actively looking for someone new? How much of your energy are you putting into creating the new relationship that you want? Well, let's just say I'm ready for one if it comes around. <laughs> 
Um, I'm not pursuing anyone, if that's what you're asking. Yeah, I, I see that you have to put a little bit more of your attention and your focus on bringing somebody in. So what I suggest to people when they're looking for a new relationship is to sit down with a piece of paper and a pen and write out exactly what you want your next relationship to look like and feel like and be like. And what that's doing is it starts telling the universe, hey, this is what I want to create. Bring this to me. Because by writing it down, you're you're taking one more step of, in bringing it toward, towards yourself. Because I see that you're open to a relationship, but I don't see you sending your energy out there saying, hey, here I am, I want a new relationship. And and that's like the missing piece. Do you understand what I mean, what I'm describing? Okay. Sorry. Right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like you have to be more of an active participant in creating this relationship than what you're doing right now. Right now you have the, the door opened, but your next step is to stick your head out the door and say hello. Energetically, <laughs> I like that. I really like that. Thank you so much, Tim. Thanks for calling All in. All right, have a great night, boy. You too. Take care. Okay. Um, well, I'm going to give you a quick opportunity. If you have a question you would like to ask Marie, this is your chance. This is my chance. Is this a, a reading for me? This is a throw <laughs> you under the bus mini reading for you. Yes. <laughs> All right. I'm on the spot here. Um, I guess uh, uh, maybe I have a question about my my future finances or a career change. Okay. Um, be a little more specific, because the more specific your question is, the more specific of an answer I can give you. I, so I, our, I, uh, I'll tell you, I, mm-hmm. tomorrow I am going to meet with somebody which I didn't expect to, that anything would happen, but it looks like there's a potential for a position in the company that I'm going to meet. And it started off, it wasn't even something that, it just happened by accident kind of a thing. And I was just wondering if there was an opportunity, opportunity there for me. I won't work until um, tomorrow, so I'm just asking. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, the energy looks bright. Um, I see that if you are very clear and open with your communication as to what it is that you would like to happen at this new job and your expectations, that you're more likely to get it. Um, It's very important for you to show enthusiasm for this new job when you're you're talking to the people tomorrow. Um, It's kind of like I see that there's an agreement there for you to, to move into this job, and they want they want to really see that you want this job. So, in other words, don't look, you know, don't be like hungry for the job, but be enthusiastic about the position and and be very clear what it is that you think you can bring to this new job because that's what they're looking to hear. They're looking to they're looking to see how can you benefit them and benefit everyone and yourself at the same time. That that that's kind of like their goal. Um, money wise, I don't necessarily see this being big money. Um, I see it more as an opportunity for you to get some fulfillment out of your um, out of your life and like out of your creativity, and that 
would lead to something in the future. But, um, you know, as it regards to, you know, suddenly really, really increasing your, your finances, I wouldn't say that this is going to do it, but I will say that this is going to give you an opportunity to use some of your create, create creativity that you've been wanting to use but haven't found the right venue to use it at yet. Hmm. I like that. <laughs> okay, good. Well, you're you're on you're on cue, so that's good. I hope the money thing comes though. <laughs> Marie, um, let me ask mm-hmm. you a question. You know, I mean, I when I do readings, I do not get tired when I do readings, but I want to respect your energy and how you do readings. Are you okay to continue doing readings? I just want to respect you because actually, our um, second hour guest canceled unexpectedly. He had a family emergency come up. So um, the infamous Mr. Um, Danny from Spirit Box, or I should say almost famous <laughs> Danny from Spirit Box, will not be with us tonight. We will have him back on another evening, and he sends his love and his apologies. So if you'd like to hang out just a few more minutes, maybe 15 or 20 more minutes or even a half hour, we would love to have you, but that's definitely up to you. You know, I would be willing to do another 15 minutes. All right, then we will take um, a few more callers. Um, Karen's been holding a while from area code 212. Oh, hi. Am I? Yes, you are. Great. Thank you so much for taking my call. Um, Okay. I have been uh, working for quite a while on trying to heal myself, all levels, and I feel like I'm stuck. I've just been going around in circles, so I wonder if you have any advice or direction for me. I also recently started working with a doctor, and I'm on um, very small doses of thyroid hormone. But I suspect there's adrenal problems also, and I really don't know how to handle it. I'm trying to kind of do it on my own with this doctor as a traditional allopathic MD. Okay. Um, regarding, uh, you know, you've been working on yourself, I I see that... There is grief in your heart space. And I see that some of this grief is yours, but some of it some of it actually belongs to other people that either were close to you or are close to you. And I would say some of it comes from an ex um uh, it could be like an ex-husband or an ex-boyfriend. I also see some of the pain coming from both of your parents, your mother and your father. Um, I would, I kind of, what I would call you is, um, I call you kind of like an out of control healer, someone who wants to heal everyone around them to make the world a better place. But you, you do it by, you're doing it by taking on their, their pain and their anguish and their suffering. And, um, there's other ways of doing it where you can heal somebody and not cause yourself injury. So, what I would suggest doing, and you might you might have been doing this for a while, but I would say start taking different kinds of, of healing classes that will show you how to, where your boundaries are and how to manage the energies of other people in relationship to yourself. So I, was, I don't even realize I was doing that. I mean, yeah, mo- not- most, most people don't. Um, it's because what I'd like to talk about culture. Culture... Culture likes to program us to do to do certain things and to behave behave certain ways. Well, you know, it's 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 culturally programmed into us that we're supposed to you know help our family. Well, we can help our family 
at the same time not take on their pain and you know their problems, especially when everyone is an adult. I mean, some of the some of the pain that you absorbed happened when you were around four years old. Um, between four, I would say between four and six is where a good chunk of this energy came in, and from since that point on, it's been difficult for you to really have a lot of joy, experience joy in your body, um, and you know, experience joy in, in your in your spirit. So, um, you know, people always ask me, well, how do I, you know, how do I fix this this situation? And I always say to, to people, start taking classes and start meditating on a regular basis. The more self-awareness you have, the quicker you will be able to process um, this situation for yourself. Is there any particular kind of classes? Because I go to, you know, spiritual things, but not like an ongoing group or any particular subject that, you know what I mean? I'm not sure what you're referring to. And I do meditate. I know I know I should be doing it more regularly. I'm going to try to do that. Mm-hmm. But when you medit when you meditate, do you do in body meditation or out of body meditation? I'm not sure. Okay. Um, well, if see if you can find um, classes that will teach you to do in body meditation. To grounding, connecting to the Mother Earth, and connecting to the higher source and the energies of both. Um, and, and activate my macabre with these energies pulsing back and forth. Is that in my body? Um, the grounding to Mother Earth, I would say that's definitely an embodied meditation. So I would focus on that a little bit more for yourself. Um, and I would look for a program where this is something that you're doing in a class like once a week, like in a group atmosphere. Um, and there's actually um, different centers across the country that 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 have like a, a program so you can do it over the phone. So, it, in other words, I'm I'm saying don't like um, hunt and peck around with different types of uh, modalities. Focus, find one where you can do this in a group. And I say do this in a group because when you work, when you meditate in a group, when you're working spirit, spiritual energy in a group. It works exponentially because the entire group has the intention of of healing themselves, and therefore that vibration acts exponentially as opposed to you just doing something on your own. Right, I see. Okay, so you mean some kind of a, a meditation group? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, Karen, thank you so much for calling. Um, And if you'd like, you can get a deeper reading from Marie on her website. But thank you so much for calling. Awesome. Thank you so much. All right. Um, Next, we have a caller from area code 917. Do you have a question, quick question for Marie? Yes, good afternoon. Thank you. Um, Yes, I would like to know what energy do you get from my um, amazing boyfriend, Corey? Um, all right. What was your boyfriend's name? Corey. Corey. And you want to know what kind of energy I get from him? Yes, in our relationship. Thank you. Okay. And what was your name? Tina. So, so Tina and Corey, so you want me to look at the relationship between the two of you? Yes, please. I'd be grateful. Okay. Uh, 
Um, when I look at the relationship between the two of you, I see that there is quite a bit of amusement, a quite a bit of laughter and body movement. I don't know if you guys like to dance, but if you don't do that, I would highly recommend to start doing it because there is quite a bit of physicality between the two of you. Um, it's a nice, it's a very nice charge to the energy in the relationship. Um, and it, it looks like you guys like to have a lot of fun together. Um, yeah. So I would say, you know, right now in present time, it looks it looks fun, and I would say enjoy it. Give yourself permission to just completely enjoy that relationship because it looks like it's a lot of fun. Oh, thank you. Um, he just been he's been a little quiet. Do you know why he's been quiet? Um. Hmm. Does he know anyone in the military? Anyone close to him in the military? Um, not right now, but he acts like he's in the military. <laughs> no, no, it, it looks to me like he, um, he's he's responding more to someone else's energy that's around him, and it looks like someone who's in the military. So it might be um, a relative who's in the military or a friend, but I see military energy around him that's kind of subduing his energy right now. Oh, well, his dad travels a lot. Could it be the dad that's away? Um, I keep getting military energy, so I would say talk to him, you know, to, you know, ask him at some other point, does he know anyone in the military, and see where that, where that goes, because I just keep seeing military energy around him. Thank you so much for calling, and we do have a couple more minutes. I think we have seven more minutes on our 15 minutes. Um time limit, and we want to honor and respect that. Really quick, Marie, this is a question I ask, and everybody knows this. I ask every single intuitive reader, of course, I'm intuitive myself. So I just like it for the confirmation. Do you see anything coming up in my love life? Uh, yeah, actually, I do. <laughs> and it's interesting because I was looking at that um, earlier today because I knew I was going to be on the show. Oh. And so I was kind of sending you a spiritual hello, and I clearly saw that you are in the process of creating a, a relationship, and it's going to be coming in. Awesome. And do you see it as um, long-term, short-term, or whatever I choose type of thing? Oh, let's see. <laughs> you know, it looks to me like you're a well, it looks to me like you're afraid of having a long-term committed relationship because you are concerned about it limiting your freedom. Wow. So, so if you want to take that closer. <laughs> wow. Okay. So so if you if you want if you really want a long-term relationship, start looking at your fear about how it how it appears that it may limit your freedom, your freedom to do the kind of work that you want to do, your freedom to wherever it is you want to live, those types of those questions. Because I do see that there's the potential there for a long term, but it's it's bumping up against the freedom issue. Oh well, thank you so much. I well, one question, Kimberly. One question. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> one question. Kimberly's love life. If only I could start talking on air right now. Why are you saying? Oh, one question because I did a follow-up question. Oh, that was nothing. Yeah. I behaved. Okay. Um, 
Well, we will try to sneak in a couple more calls. Carol, really quick before I go to the next caller, do you have a quick question for Ms. Marie? No, I'm pretty happy tonight just listening. So Okay. Oh, you just don't you just don't want to be revealed. That's that's so yeah. <laughs> Well, I've really been enjoying your readings, Marie, I must say. Um you're extremely warm and I love your honesty. I love that you don't just tell people what they want to hear, but you tell them the truth with love. So I really appreciate that about you. Let's go to Terry in area code nine zero three. Terry, do you have a question for Marie? Hello, Reverend Marie. Thank you for taking my call. I was just uh, seeking a general. Um, well, the more specific your question, the more specific of an answer I can give you. So what what area do you want me to look at? Um, there must be some question that you have. Although, you know, yeah. What, what you, okay. I know I can see that you've got a question. <laughs> okay, romance. Okay. Um, all right. There's a lot of fear right right now around you and regarding a romance. Um, are you afraid of a romance ending right now? Um, I'm I'm afraid of living my final years alone. Okay. Well, the the way it works is um, you you want to create a relationship. And right now when I'm looking at your relate, the energy around your relationship space, it's all fear. There's so much fear that I, I I'm not seeing anything else behind the fear. You have to let go of the fear about of, of being alone. Cause when you let go of the fear of being alone, that's when you're going to be able to start manifesting what you want to happen. That's but there's, true. there's a huge charge right now on your, in your space about, loneliness about being alone and you have to let go of that otherwise that's exactly what you're going to end up creating for yourself because the universe the universe goes by vibration if you're sending out lonely lonely fear lonely fear that's what the universe is hearing and that's what you're going to manifest but if you're if you start sending out wouldn't it be nice to share my life with a beautiful human being then that's what the universe is going to bring to you Yes, I understand that. And I, I agree absolutely. Um, and Marie, I don't know if you know this, but like frequency is my like intense love. You know? <laughs> and that's how I operate too. So I just love you and resonate with you so much. But Terry, I'm going to say one more thing, quick thing to you. And then we're going to take one more caller and wrap it up and let Marie, um, Reverend Marie share, you know, her website again. But um, I also feel really strongly in you. And she said fear. And I would say there, that anxiety which is a little bit different vibration than fear is there as well and so for you i think it's very important which would help you overall attract everything you desire into your life is to work on more of a stress relief type of program and i think reverend marie mentioned she has that kind of thing available on her website so you might want to specifically check into her programs because you seem to hold um a really um, intense vibration of anxiety overall not just in this area so the more chill kind of you can get and learn to drop down into your heart and go to that kind of zero point the more incredible things you will attract into your life because you're very much up in your head and spinning and you need to work on just being being who you are so that's my little two cents to that reading so thank you so much Okay, and really, really quick, one more, and I think we're going to make our deadline almost. So we're going to take Joan, which is our last caller from area code 616. Joan, quick question. You're our last caller, and we need to let Reverend Marie get on with her evening. 
Yes, hi Marie. I'll, Hello. I just had a, a general reading. If what do you see for me? Um, well, once again, it's the be a little more specific. What area do you want me to look at? Work, um, love, health, career. Uh, car- car- I don't know if it's career, but I've been a stay-at-home mom forever, That's and just career. something to do in my life to feel fulfilled. Okay. All right, and what was your name again? I'm sorry, I couldn't Joan. hear it. Joan. Joan. Okay, Joan, let me take a look. Okay, um, so the first thing that I'm seeing is being a stay-at-home mom um, is a wonderful thing, and there's some people who don't understand the amount of work that you've been doing being a stay-at-home mom. So I, I'm actually looking at you, and there's a lot. There's quite a bit of invalidation around you about what you've done as a stay-at-home mom. Um, so that's the first thing that I would, you know, suggest clearing in your meditation, so that you can create, get more fulfillment in your life. Um, when I look at um, a choice of of career path or a choice, um, a choice in fulfillment, I get directed to your Fifth chakra, which is your throat chakra, which is your communication space. Mm-hmm. Um, I see that if you were to give yourself permission to um, start communicating and focusing on your communication, that you actually have um, a latent ability to communicate with people, um, to be heard. And it's this is a I say latent ability because this is something that you haven't tapped into yet in this mm-hmm. lifetime, but there is definitely energy there regarding you being a communicator. And a communicator could be something like a mediator. It could be um someone who uh talks for someone else, so an, an advocate. Um but I would say if you start looking at how else you can communicate and focusing on the power that's hidden in your voice and giving yourself permission to speak more from your truth and from your heart and not sugarcoat things, that um, that's going to start opening up doorways for you and you'll get fulfillment along those lines. Okay, interesting. Sounds good. Thank you so much for calling and listening tonight. Blessings to you. Thank you. All right, Ms. Marie. Well, thank you so much for hanging out with us. You are so much fun. Could you let us know if we would like a reading? Um, How do we get a hold of you? Um, Well, you can go to my website. And my website, once again, is M-A-R-I-E-L-A-R-O-T-O-N-D-A.com. And my phone number is 415 717 Oh, well, no, I just so appreciate you hanging out with us. Your energy is amazing, and I loved your readings, and I love your style, and who knows, I may be contacting you. <laughs> I love high-level readers, and, and you were just wonderful, so thank you so much. Well, thank you so much for having me on your show. I really appreciate it, and I enjoyed the entire time. Thank you. Um, Blessings uh, to you. Thank you so much. Have a good evening. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye bye. 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 Yay! 
So are you saying we, yay because the show's over? Are you saying yay because Marie was wonderful? Did I like saying to yay because energy? so many people were happy tonight. Everybody's happy. So well, many people. <laughs> 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 Well, I, you know, like she took me to such a great space. I don't remember who's on the show next week. Could you just tell me who's on the show next week for our listeners if they'd like to join us? That's next week. You want me to tell you? Or? Yeah, yeah, because I don't remember unless Kara remembers. Kara well, doesn't know. Kara's only the next, producer. Uh, next, week, next week is Marty and Michael Perry. Oh, yeah, I love they're, that. They're a husband and wife intuitive medium team. And I guess what they do is Marty draws the spirits that Michael sees around you. And they're going to be doing some uh, free mini readings for us. And then in the second hour, we have Hunter Shea and his partner from Monster Men. And they're going to talk about their video paranormal blog and also Hunter's horror books. Actually, so you know what I think I'm going to do is I'm probably going to um, call up Hunter and use my extreme charm. Or maybe just my medium charm. But I think I'm going to get them to co-host the show with us uh, next week. I think that's all. Ooh, like- Kara gets a week off. Bye-bye. Kara well, gets a week off. I, said, I get a week off, too. You are crazy. <laughs> you are fired if you're taking a week off. I'll just have Hunter and his um his partner like host the show the rest of the time. No, we can all hang out because they're, they're a lot of fun. You guys should check out, all of you, everybody listening should check out their um, Monster Men podcast. And I don't know if it's on Hunter Shades, which I think it's huntershade.com. I'm not sure. But you can just type it in Google or, you know, whatever, um, the Monster Men podcast because it's pretty interesting. They're pretty funny. So I think we could have a really good time. So we'll we'll see how it goes. We had a lot of callers tonight. Thank you for everyone who listened. Thank you for everyone who called in. And Karen Walt, do you have anything to add? I will be, I want to mention really quick, I will be on the Sheila show at 9 p.m. That's Eastern time in 40 minutes on the um, Puja Radio Network. So if you want to hear all about me and what I do and get a free reading with me, um, I think you might even hear some familiar voices because I hope you guys are calling in because I even gave you a special number so I don't have to hear complaints about being on hold for long periods of time. So... Anyway, you guys have anything to add? No, but but if they want to get if they want to hear that show, they can go on SheilaShowCelebrate dot com. or just type it in Google and sign up, and yeah. then you can hear me in lots of. Are you there, Kara? Why are you being so yeah, quiet? Yeah, I'm quiet. I just I have nothing to say. I'm just happy. Jeez. Whoa. Wait. Okay. I think the world's gonna end for sure <laughs> right now because Kara Marie. Of strange days indeed has nothing to say. It is a historic moment. Only on the Dr. Kim show, Secret to Everything, will you hear stunning revelations like that. All right. So, good night, everyone. Do you guys have anything else you have to add? Otherwise, we'll shut it down and we'll look forward to hosting Danny of Spirit Box another time. Sounds good. Thank you. Thank yes. you, everybody. Good night. Good night. The views expressed on the Secret to Everything are not necessarily those of the host, the co-host, or our guest. All medical information given is for informational purposes only and is not intended to diagnose and Thanks for listening on all Secrets Everything with Dr. Kimberly McGeorge. Listen every Wednesday night, Eastern Standard Time, from 7 to 8 p.m. on Blog Talk Radio. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.